this week on the BAMFCAST. It was one slam dunkin' they did not see coming. Einstein, we're in. All right, and welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. Bamcast. Episode 87. <laughs> Finally, 87. <laughs> what happened last week? Wait, God, that was all kinds of craziness. We That's saw a right. lot of movies. Huh? We saw a lot of movies last, last week. Last week, yes. Yeah, just sorry about that. A lot of them. Crazy there, yeah. sneak up and don't have a number episode, but. Yeah, I was going to, I I knew something was wrong because I wrote down 88 in, in my oh, notebook yeah, no. this week. And my I, vote was we just labeled it 91, but I was outvoted. So Yeah. yeah I, it became the Super Soldier special. I thought it was fun. But anyway. Anyway, I'm Harlow. I'm Aki. And I'm the beach. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is uh, we go back into the past of bad movies. We, uh, we pull one forward here. Uh, let's say we revive it from its cryogenic sleep. Then we... Uh, we come in here and talk about it for about 30 minutes, maybe sometimes longer. And then we uh, rate it, uh, and our rating scale is as follows. We get one, two, five jocks if it's a good, bad movie after Robot Jocks. Or if it's a bad, bad movie, as in we recommend you stay away, it gets one to five bags, as in douchebags, douche after bags. Twilight. The douchiest of Five bags. being the worst. Five is basically the forbidden zone of movies. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Don't think we're going to be getting into that territory. Zone of movies. Yeah, there probably is not going to. No get... possibility of that this week. No, because after much uh, mystery surrounding this, uh, this carefully guarded secret of what movie we were doing for '87, we can finally reveal it is 1987's Order of the Black Eagle. Order oh. of the Black Eagle. Now you're probably going. Also known as Hitler on Ice. What? Really? Is it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that would be amazing if it was. Springtime for Hitler. No. Yeah, spring so, thaw for Hitler. So you may be uh, going, wait, all this secrecy, and now you say something that means nothing to me. Well, well, my friend, we are about to dig something up from the eighties, and uh, wow, just all I have to say is wow. Wait, this this first half may be ever so slightly different, but first things first, let's get a plot summary out of the way for Order of the Black Eagle. Okay, in this outlandish spy film send up. James Bond wannabe Duncan Jacks and his tank-driving baboon infiltrate a South American lair where a group of Nazis scheme to revive a cryogenically frozen Adolf Hitler. Wow. Yeah, you'd say that's right up our alley, now wouldn't you? Hell yes. So you might possibly see why we wanted to do this movie. <laughs> yeah. Browsing around Netflix. I still don't know how you found this. I was just sorting things by years, and I saw the poster, which if you go to Netflix, which this is on Instant View, not even on DVD, it's one of those, uh, and you see the poster thumbnail, you may kind of start to understand why, and then you read that plot synopsis, and you go, yes, absolutely. But here's the kicker. Here's the thing. Before we get too much into talking about Order of the Black Eagle, why I might mix things up just a tiny bit, there's a movie before this. This is a sequel. They made two movies back to back, uh, 86 and 87, with this character, Duncan Jacks, uh, starring a man named Ian Hunter, who is not a musician. He's not a rugby player. He's not anything else you'll probably get when you search for Ian Hunter. He is a hunter of Ian's, however. This is all he's ever done. And I don't know. It's like they make a big deal. They They put his name above the title, like Ian Hunter in. 
And there's an Ian Hunter who's in Mott the Hoople, the old 60s band. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. A, like a rugby player. I want to say like a, uh, like a, some other, like a soccer player or something too. It's like mm-hmm. there's all these different Ian Hunters, but not this guy. None as awesome as this one. So the 1986 movie uh, with the same character is called Unmasking the Idol. And it is also yes. on Netflix. Thank you, MGM. Oh, MGM, you are the gift that keeps on giving. So... I, I'm i the only one that's seen it in its entirety. Mackie, you saw maybe the first 30 minutes, I think, we sat down and watched yeah, it. Yeah, we watched the first half hour, and I was like, you can... Stop. No need to worry. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we were... I mean, because <laughs> we have been sold on a movie poster and a name before, and, and, and even a description, yeah, yeah. We have been sold on that and been burned. Well, look at but, Vicious Lips. I mean, Vicious Lips on paper sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. It, so did freaking Last Chase. Yes. We even exactly. saw screenshots, and we're like, yes, this mm-hmm. is the movie we want to see. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this one um, we had to we watched part of the original, right? Just to be sure that we just, weren't yeah. we weren't getting ourselves into yeah we getting were, too worked up. It didn't happen for everybody, but we were going to try to like you know have a little two part discussion about the the previous one before we jump right in a sequel. Not really necessarily weekend at Bernie's to it because when we got that far in, we were like yeah. But th- from this- what I can tell, only the characters carry over. Yeah, really. and like only him only- and um, Star, who's like the. Leader the, guy. the M of yeah. this movie world. Oh, and um, Sato, the uh, Q. Sato, yes, yeah. the Q slash Kato. Because yeah, this is Kato, very yeah. much a James Bond yeah. send up. And that's mm-hmm. what I was going to say. The first one, you may have even seen it. You may have gone, what is this? It looks kind of crazy. It's got a nice po- painted poster. And you may have gotten a little bit into it. And it's weird because the first 10, maybe even 20 minutes of Unmasking the Idol really play up the spoof factor. And it's very off-putting. And then all of a sudden, it's like, they go, wait, this is kind of dumb. Why don't we just make a straight-up action-adventure movie? And then suddenly, the second half of that movie just turns around and is kind of amazing. It's similar to what this one does. Yeah. This one's the same way. I mean, it starts off kind of slow, and it's kind of... A little tongue-in-cheek, a little little too close to the James Bond home, you know, plot-wise in the first Mm -hmm. act of a James Bond movie. But the first one is kind of even more wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like he's, he's like, oh, the name's Jax, Duncan Jax, and then he oh, yeah. does this whole like goes in a phone booth and does this mm-hmm. Superman thing. Like he's wearing a tuxedo, and then he goes into a phone booth and he kind of looks up and goes, oh, I'm in a phone booth, and he yeah, puts on his ninja like a, outfit. Yeah, like in the first one, he's a like a master ninja, and this that barely ninja doesn't even really register yeah. in the second one. At this all. one, it's <laughs> like they watched Rambo. Sure. First Blood Part Two, he and we're like, just like, yeah, he gets okay, like one shuriken throw in the in the second one. That's about the only ninja skill he has yeah. in the second one. Yeah, this one he's just straight up Rambo yeah. slash James Bond. So, Rambo. Needless to say, uh, I right off the bat, I'm I'm definitely recommending Unmasking the Idol, and then we're obviously we're going to talk about Order of the Black Eagle. Uh, Unmasking the Idol, great, great second half. Like once it becomes an invasion movie, fun, and honestly, there is a uh, escape. It's kind of a slightly more heisty. Like they're really mm-hmm. kind of trying to pull a heist in the first one. They're trying yeah. to get this idol. And uh, I got to say one of the most inventive, get the loot heist loot out of the thing at the very end I've ever seen. <laughs> and it's nice. in this low budget campy movie. Yeah. So, well, so this one, yeah. So order let's the get Eagle. back to order. The Black yeah, yeah. Eagle. This one feels like it was written. It's a lot like Action USA in uh-huh. that it feels like it was written by stuntmen who were like, <laughs> I want I want to do this stunt. Yeah. I want an excuse. 
for you to blow something up underneath me and hit me with the air ram and toss me somewhere. Sure. Because the entire second half is airborne Nazis. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that, but God damn that second half. <laughs> yes, yes. Holy God. Uh-huh. I lost count of the explosions in the second half of this movie. And this is a good thing to do. So it's almost like I want to tell people, stop this, go to Netflix right now, mm-hmm. and pray that you're listening to this now and not in like 2013 when the when Netflix contract expires yeah. for these and they're gone and you can't find them anywhere. But like, I want people to watch this movie and then come back and listen because... Yeah, don't miss this is, one is basically what we're Yeah, it is that much fun. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it starts out, it's, it's very James Bondish in that he has a completely separate thing in the beginning that does not really relate to anything in the second half. Right, right. Where he's got like, he has to get these diamonds from this. Mm-hmm. From the Amazon, from this, from yeah. the Amazon gold box special of the day. Yeah. <laughs> from a gold box full of diamonds that were stolen from the Smithsonian, I believe. And, sure. And your generic yes. Arab whatever guy. Mm-hmm. Arab warlord type dude. Who, uh, like... I loved his, uh, just when he gets the diamonds, just the, like, the noise he no, makes. Well, no, he gives, he gives a, oh. yeah. He actually gives that sound yeah. when he opens the box and looks that it's full of friggin' diamonds. Mm-hmm. And they're big-ass diamonds. Oh, they're, yeah. like, the size of these microphones. Yeah. <laughs> they're big. It's a box full of them. It's, you, yeah. know, a, you know, a good, you know, four inches by six inches by... Four inches. It's like a rusty card box, but full of diamonds. Yeah, a little, little bit bigger, but yeah, yeah. full of diamonds mm-hmm. and, and made of gold. Mm-hmm. And of course, Duncan is sitting there looking through the air vent above him. Just waiting. Just waiting. Yeah, because in this highly secure facility, they would definitely have a way to get in through the air vent. Sure. Yeah. Well, I love how air vents work in movies anyway. Man, they're huge and they're roomy and comfy. Yeah. They only fall apart when it's incredibly inconvenient. Of course. But yeah, so he, of course, puts on his glasses, sees the grid on the floor from the lasers. And then in another, in one of many cost-cutting measures, because they had to save money for gasoline in the second half, Mm -hmm. they have him kind of, they just show him doing a stupid-ass walk, trying to get through the lasers. And and then, of course, he sets them off. Correct me if I'm wrong, there is a scene before this, right? Or does it happen after this, where they kidnap the science guy? The crux, think, crux actually, of the entire movie. Wasn't that the opening scene? Was that? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Sorry. well, the, the opening scene, the very opening scene is just a newsreel uh-huh. of oh, 40s true. footage of Hitler. Right. Where it's just Trying like... Trying to explain like, hey, in case you don't know who yeah, Hitler is, you're not aware, aware of Hitler. <laughs> he kind of caused World War II and lots of suffering, and this is a completely non-biased, fair and balanced news yeah, report on how Hitler. evil that motherfucker is. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, so all that footage, and then they cut to, they they slow pan down, and... Yes, and, to uh, and Switzerland they, today. Switzerland today. Yes. And then they're giving uh, the Nobel science, Peace Prize. Sure. Or, yeah, Nobel. No, they're no, giving no, a Nobel no, Prize. It's not even that. It's, I don't even think it's that. It's like, they're giving them, like, the science award, I think. Yeah, it was called the science award. Uh, for lasers. Uh, <laughs> science award for achievement in the field of lasers. I don't think, I, I think that might have been the proper title, but when the guy was introducing him, that's not what he said. He's like, we're giving him the such and such science award for lasers. No, he yeah. said, he said the science award uh, in... In the field of lasers. <laughs> okay. The in science the award in the field Either of way, lasers. Yeah. He's a laser scientist. Yes. Mm-hmm. He is a laser scientist. And my I, God, lasers are an amazing thing. They can stop missiles. They can blow up countries. 
They can rejuvenate vaginas. I mean, <laughs> lasers. That's the greatest of the achievements yes. of lasers right there. But um, They also can shoot satellites out of the sky. Yes, they can. Yeah. So anyway, all of a sudden, he's given, he's about to accept the award, and the windows burst open, and dudes who are in, like, basically ninja outfits, mm-hmm. wielding Uzis. Yes. They're Nazi ninjas, like Nazi ninjas with Uzis burst through the windows, which... I, I, we'll get to it at some point, but I might as well point it out now. The Nazis wield Uzis. <laughs> that are and they're regular they're like, weapons. They're Israeli regular made. Nazis. They talk about, you know, basically, <laughs> at some point in the movie, they talk about they all make um, a point filthy to, Jews. Yeah, well, yeah, and to talk about white supremacy. Well, that's the funny thing. is like, They give this... Uh, it gets skipping ahead a little bit, but their, their decree, their declaration is that they're declaring war on the United States, Russia, China, Africa... Uh, you know, like uh, like the Jews, and then like well, he calls them the lesser people of Africa and Israel. Yes. I believe is but how he, he puts goes it. through this whole list. It's like you just declared war on the world. Say yeah. that it's a lot shorter. Like, yeah. <laughs> but they had to get in the dig on on, on the Africans and, and Israelites. Sure, sure. but uh, why the specific countries? I I don't know. Yeah. Just, but anyway, they anyone can, who's not us, we're at war with you. Basically, they kidnap him. They just run out and just start shooting the Uzi around, and the crowd is ducking uh-huh. under the seats. Uh huh. And guards pop out. They get Uzied. Mm-hmm. Firefight ensues. They get the guy outside. Hook him up to a helicopter. A helicopter. They just hovering. Strap a backpack on him and put him on the helicopter. And they all get killed, other than the people piling the helicopter. Yeah, and they just fly him away. And they're just like, all right, well, get him mm-hmm. out of here anyway. And then that's where the movie. Yeah, then it cuts g- into Duncan yeah, then it cuts Jackson. to Duncan. But yeah, and then we find out that uh, they've kidnapped him. Because they have a, a large proton laser beam. Sure. I believe he says. It's an evil laser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that uh, Duncan must now infiltrate. Because he happens to look exactly like a Nazi scientist who is going to be there in a couple days. Yeah, killed or captured. And yeah. oh, wait, we have this Interpol agent who just happens to look like his assistant. Yeah. So we're sending you two in. And Good who luck. is immediately a complete bitch to him. Yeah. Well, she cuts him off riding a horse. And, and then, then gets mad at and him. And then Boone. We haven't really talked about Boone the Baboon yet. Boone yeah. the Baboon <laughs> loves to not exactly flip people off because, I mean, mon- well, monkeys don't have a ton up. of control. Okay. Back up. All right. He has a baboon. Well, yes. <laughs> that comes with him everywhere. Everywhere. Like, like you've just glossed completely over this fact. Uh, okay. He has a baboon. He does. It dresses like him. I, would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> even say. He brings the baboon everywhere. Nobody has a baboon. Except like him. people have have monkeys, sure, regular little like yes, spider I know. monkeys. <laughs> Baboons are evil motherfucking monkeys. Like this, some bitch has a, a baboon. I know. I the, of the monkey clan, they are That's probably the buddy. most. It's just crazy. Whoever and decided evil. this fucking rules. I don't, I don't know what whoever that gesture thought of is this exactly. Is awesome. Mm-hmm. But yes, and yes. he has him in unmasking the idol. Also, yes, yes. Boone is a staple of this series. <laughs> Boone is the Kato Boone to is Duncan Jacks. Yes, I mean he is the Robin to his Batman. Yes, only uh, actually possibly better at certain things. <laughs> yeah. That's the strange thing. But we'll get to that. So okay, so but, yes. Boone, but Boone the but baboon he has a baboon. They're out driving, I guess, celebrating, uh, liberating the diamonds from the evil Arab guys, mm-hmm. and they go to a polo match. I guess because it's the cover that he talks to the star character again. Mm-hmm. And then they're riding along, and he gets cut off by this chick on a horse. And then Boone loves to—it's not like I said—it's not exactly flipping people off, but it's you know it's the 
He gives them the up you, your yeah, fist. Yeah, the, the up your fist. And, yeah, then the he hiss, and then he hisses at them. Right. Shows his teeth. Yeah, the one where you tap your bicep and yeah. right, bicep right. and lift your arm yeah, out. See, he does that a lot. I guess they didn't teach him the like I said, finger mon- Yeah, monkeys don't have yeah, well, real good individual finger control. Whatever. But anyway, so get used to that motion. Yes. Yeah. He's going to make it a lot. Mm-hmm. But that turns out that's... Um, that's his partner yeah. now. and Tiffany Youngblood? Youngblood, yes. yeah. By the way, if you guys ha- out there in, in podcast land have a chance, look up the Wikipedia entry for finger gesture. Okay. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> just all the various assorted evil. No, it's just no, the description just of it is, is pretty pretty great. Okay. It's just that one. All right. But yeah, so they get teamed up, and then immediately they're down in South America with all the Nazis. Yes, and because the Nazis are in South America. They're all expatriates. But I'm just, why there? That's just... Doesn't exactly isn't that well? Isn't that like the generic? That's where the Nazis go. Pretty I, much, like I, didn't all the Nazis end up in South? Well, America? I'm just saying that their uniforms are generally designed for a cold German well, slash yes. Russian and climate, they're still wearing them, and they're in the jungle, basically wearing full Nazi regalia and well, it, it, low budget movie Nazi regalia, I mm-hmm. should say, but. Why there? I mean, if you're expatriates, like, why not go? I don't know, find some abandoned place in like Canada, something a little more closer to to your natural climate, like not a jungle in the Amazon. Well, then you wouldn't have a temple to build your. This is true. I know your base in. I'm sure a a temple that you have retrofitted with keypads and sliding doors and pretty all that sort of stuff. Of course, a giant fucking laser. Yeah. The giant fucking layers is just outside. No, no, it goes through the temple. Like, oh, it did. The, well, I mean, there it's inside. Uh, there's the cooling vents, tanks. There's the whole uh, science room. Well, either way, yeah. Like that's one thing this movie does. I mean, it keeps moving quick. Sure, it does not wait long once you start with the exposition on anything. Yeah. So but, yeah. basically, they they try the oh, we're going to pretend to be Nazi scientist guy, mm-hmm. and then well, they're Nazis long enough to get the exposition out of the way that exactly. Hey. That we're giant Orson Welles looking dude. Yes, the Baron. Eye, eye patch Baron guy. Explains that, hey, Nazis rule. Oh, we're going to destroy everybody. We have this giant laser. Oh, and by the way. By the way, we got Hitler. Yeah, he's not dead. He's frozen. He's cryogenically Hitler frozen. On ice. Yeah. And then they go down to the tube that is suspended from a bunch of wires. Uh-huh. It's like, hey, check it out. We got Hitler in the tube. Hitler. <laughs> Test tube Hitler. <laughs> Yeah, it's my hit in the box. It's the real Hitler. Yeah, and then they all kind of sit around and have drink some drinks around drinks the frozen and salute a lot. Yeah, frozen Hitler. And then as soon as they go to bed, Duncan's like, "Well, fuck, shit, <laughs> let's let's go uh, let's go blow up that laser and kill Hitler." Huh? Yeah, let's go save that science guy, kill Hitler, blow up the laser. You know, call it a, call it a day. Mm-hmm. And of course, I mean, in a, in a scenario where you're infiltrating a place disguised as somebody they they get busted real fast like it's it seems like it's five to ten minutes they're undercover and immediately not even yeah they go it's, from like one room to another well they have like dinner they go they go sit around have drinks around frozen hitler and then like it's really like oh and by the way super bitch immediately turns once they lock them in and be like hey i guess uh we yeah, should we kiss gotta- and make up and you know Apparently now she's in love with him all of a sudden. For no reason. Just yeah, it's she runs very hot and cold. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so they, they hook up, even though it's kind of an off camera hookup. Sure. Sadly. But and yeah. uh but yeah, they sneak around. He's and he's wielding a desert eagle. Uh huh. Which in nineteen eighty seven sneak around That's a big shit in nineteen eighty seven. That yeah. was like that was 
super duper government secret spy shit there because like yeah. not most most people didn't have that. Yeah, it's a badass yeah. gun, well, but yeah. if you're going to sneak around and infiltrate somewhere, you get one shot with that thing, and everybody in the damn compound is going to hear it. I think they just felt like they had to give him an iconic gun, and they figured they'd just go balls out. I guess. I mean, because it does look awesome when he's wielding it, but yeah, he gets caught like two minutes later. Mm -hmm. The Nazis are like, hey, you didn't fool anybody. We know who you are. Yeah, we knew the whole time. Which begs the question, why show him Hitler? I don't know. That was like their ace in the hole. They're like, sure, we know who you are, but hey. We got Hitler. We got Hitler, motherfucker. Well, what are you maybe they do just thought he would be like, "Oh shit, they got Hitler. We're done. Yeah, game, over. game over, man." <laughs> well, they're very cocky Nazis. I mean, they're oh yeah, they're the, very the sure Baron of their plan. especially. Yeah. And then they he's have also what? a micromanager. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because the one dude comes in. Yeah, <laughs> I've got some ideas. He's like, "Ideas, you motherfucker! <laughs> there are no ideas here besides mine. <laughs> now get out of my sight." Yeah. I'm keeping only what my, I want. I'm keeping my eye on everything around here. <laughs> only what I want, and only when I want it. Yeah. You mm-hmm. son of a bitch! What the? Get out of here with your initiative. Yeah. So yeah, but so they catch him, Duncan. They take the girl away. They're like, we're going to question you. Yeah, no. we're gonna do things. Yeah, I guess when yeah. they really don't. But and then they toss Duncan into the <laughs> reactor cooler tanks because. They're all wielding guns, but of course you never just shoot the guy. You gotta no. come up with a clever way to kill him. And that's well, just a remnant of the James Bond spoof. Thing, yeah, yeah. But, so. but yeah, so they toss him in there. Of course, he immediately saws the bars open with one of the gadgets. Gadgets, and that he's, he's got been a given. rebreather type. He yeah, thing. he didn't waste yeah. any. He didn't really waste much time getting the gadgets out. Yeah. He just fucking whipped them out. It's like gadget, gadget, gadget. He's a man gadget, of action. Gadget. He knew. Hey man, he if I had gadgets, well, I would be. I would Bond's be walking around rooms going, when can I use this? Well, he used four when in like, quick succession if you count the Desert Eagle as a gadget. I mean, yeah. the, the Q guy gave it to him, but I mean, yeah. he, he uses the radio thing to bust out of the locked room at night. Right. Saw through the bar. The saw. And then he has that little has rebreather, rebreather thing. Yeah. So. And the gun. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, boom, boom, boom. There's your there's your gadgets. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So now but he, he kept using gadgets after that. That's true. A couple know. here and there. But so now he's out, uh, kind of has to escape, leave the girl behind. There's a crazy dirt bike chase thing. Oh, or, that was a great crazy oh, dirt bike yeah. chase. Yeah. Love dirt bike and Nazis. I, I couldn't get it out of my head. Like, have you have you ever seen the Family Guy episode where he gets the dirt bike? And I don't know. No. I just, for some reason, that was circulating around in my head where, like, you ha- if you wanted to be cool in the 80s, you had to have a dirt bike. And it this just, as we have back-to-back dirt bike Nazi movies, it just <laughs> hammers home the dirt bike Nazis mm-hmm. in the 80s. And anyway... Yeah, so there's they pop wheelies and do crazy chases, and he decapitates a dude. Yes, sweet with one of with his gadgets. One of his gadgets. Yeah, I didn't know that that was a decapitation sort of gadget, but it was a wire. Uh, it, I thought it was like a climbing device, but he yeah, improvised yeah. and decapitated yeah. a guy chasing him on a dirt bike. It's pretty sweet. I'm sorry, not a guy, a Nazi. They don't count. Yeah, they're not human. They're yeah. Nazis. <laughs> they're like zombies. I, I just love that they show the helmet rolling around afterwards. Yes. Best head and home. But yeah, he gets in a pretty good chase where he's popping wheelies at every mm-hmm. given opportunity, doing rad stunts. Yes. <laughs> like, like he'll go over a hill and do the little flare to the side. Yeah, the tail whip. Mm-hmm. It was rad cool. So yeah, yeah, he with the cutting use of dirt bikes get gets away from the Nazis and then Well yeah, well he he jumps into the river with his bike. Right. And then as the guy is trying <laughs> oh, to yes. cock his Uzi to shoot him. The redheaded Aryan. He pulls out one of his gadgets that he's been given which looks like a pen or a lighter i think it's said. supposed to be a pipe lighter yeah pipe lighter. well yeah, yeah i mean it's just it looked more like a pen to sure, me, right aims it at the dude clicks it it's more like a zip gun but and 
All I know is that dude blew the hell up. Mm-hmm. That is correct. That was the first massive explosion. For yeah, him. that was the first. Like, holy and now, god! Now Sato showed um, Bond Light or uh, what's his name, Jax. Jax, yeah. He showed him this gadget in in his little gadget area, you mm-hmm. know, in in his little Q department, and it only blew up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But he must have given him like the super duper extra full power. No, he hit the dirt he bike hit the that dirt was full of nitrous, gas, apparently. Uh, yeah, I guess it was full of. <laughs> it was full of nods. Because <laughs> that thing. Uh, it was full of. Uh, that thing mushroom clouded. rocket fuel. <laughs> right. It mushroom clouded it went immediately. Up. It went up big time. And that really ultimately is why they filmed in a South American or whatever jungle is so that they could blow shit the fuck up. And yeah, it was in some third world country that they didn't care. Yeah, because. They had to have lit half that forest on yeah. fire at some point. So, but yeah, they blow they that up, and then that's then he suddenly slides down a hill, and that's when he meets up with uh, Star. Star? Yeah. yeah, Star. And then Star is, puts him in touch. Was the brunette chick? No, no. Star is like the M. That's the no, that's but, the, he, but yeah, but he meets up with the brunette chick in the middle of the forest. Right. He's that's like, oh yeah, Maxie. good to see you again, Maxie. That's and right. did he yeah. meet up with her Maxie first? Ryder. I thought. Yeah. I thought. Okay, I thought Star. And then she them brought too. him to. Star. Oh, that's right. He's just walking along and, and he's like, hey, how you doing? Haven't seen you yeah, since Nicaragua. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they go to town and she basically is a mercenary and has a team of mercenaries. And that's the primary point in this movie where it turns awesome. This is the movie that becomes better than Unmasking the Idol is because very similar things happen in that as far as an invasion slash heist thing. But there are no colorful characters like this band of mercenaries yeah. that they take just enough time to introduce who they are and what their specialty is, and that's really all you need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have the the gunslinger guy. Cowboy. Who's the sure. fastest shot. In the jungle. In the jungle. where He's wearing basically a cowboy outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. When, when, we, when we say a cowboy guy carrying two six-shooters is the least interesting character in this bunch, that's saying something. And he's yeah. in the jungle in a cowboy outfit. So yep. yeah. moving on from him. And he's a vaquero. And then also the other guy sadly kind of uninteresting is special delivery. Yeah. SD as he likes to be called. Yeah. Who's their demolitions expert. And even he's kind of boring. I mean, he doesn't get to do a whole lot. No. And then from there, it only goes up, which is kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, we have hammer. Uh-huh. Hammer, who, who is the large black dude. Mm-hmm. Yes. Joe played by Joe Coltrane, who I swear I know from something. Well, but he's apparently done nothing else. He's just a giant dude. He is yeah. a giant dude with the capability to throw human beings. He is a Nazi tossing son of a bitch. Uh-huh. Yeah. That is his whole purpose, is mm-hmm. to throw people. Yep. They got him. They got, got Spike, Spike. Yeah. Who is... Tossing Nazis. Who is kind of a... Uh, edged weapons expert. She, yeah, she's a, like a sort of a punk. Yeah, I mean, she's kind she, of punky, yeah. but she's just a really big cut black woman. Yeah. Yeah. Who, like, um, who, like, she looks mean yeah. the whole time. Like, looks mean as fuck. Yeah, but she's kind of like wearing like Spike dog colory type thing. Yeah. She's she's kind of punky, but obviously with Spike, mm-hmm. she is a knife-throwing fool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got her, and then uh, Juice. Juice? Who they're just like, I don't know why they call me Juice, but they call me Juice. Yeah. It's because he's an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> and there was one other dude. What was Crossbow's dude's name? Oh, that's right, Crossbow dude. Um, he I don't was... know, but Crossbow dude is a good enough was name Was he Striker? Uh, no, Striker was one of the Nazis. That's yeah. right. That's that's the thing is like sorry I was like I was spelling on IMDb it spelled S T R Y K E R but in my head I was spelling it like the German like I imagined it would be spelled 
for a German dude. Right. It's like S-T-R-E-I-C-H-E-R or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Striker. That's the thing about this movie is it doesn't exist anywhere. Like, there is no information about this movie. Yeah, or like, people. we will be adding this to screened. Right. And like Wikipedia. probably adding things to IMDb, too. Yeah, yeah Wikipedia not everything has nothing. It's so weird. It's like a movie that time forgot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there's crossbow guy, whatever. Yeah, crossbow guy, and was it was his name actually Laser or something like that, or <sighs> I, I don't know, I, whatever. I don't know. I wish like, sure. like, but that's the only time you hear their names. Yes, is like the first time they're introduced, mm-hmm. and then immediately, and then they they're like star, who you know, basically, hey, we're mercenaries who's paying us, mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, this, this guy, guy. Mm-hmm. and they're like, all right, well, we'll keep you alive then. Which also, Jax, we should point out that Jax has also dropped the bomb that they have Hitler. Just on the bus, like in yeah, the town. he does that to it, Star. Yeah. And there's like 20 other people on the bus. They're, I mean, granted, they probably don't speak English, but Hitler but translates to Spanish just fine. Yeah, Hitler, yeah. <laughs> or possibly Portuguese, depending on what where they were in South America. Yeah, yeah. and Star is just like, dude. Yeah, you got to prep me for this, man. Yeah. <laughs> he just, just you don't just, just drop. Hey, Hitler's still alive, and they've got him. Yeah, and all they really have to do is thaw him out, possibly. <laughs> yeah, what was the deal? Why didn't they thaw him out? I don't. They, they were waiting that. I don't know. Probably, I don't know. Did they need the laser? Don't know. They were they were going to, I don't know, I thought they were going to wake him up to shoot the laser out there, like, going to wake him up and be like, ah, yeah, Hitler, yeah. The Fuhrer, we have made this for you for your return. Yeah, for and then, whoosh, it's blow a, up yeah. Uganda or it's wherever It's a thing they called were. a laser. I know you don't understand it, but it's pretty yeah. awesome, and it can blow up satellites mm-hmm. and rejuvenate vaginas. <laughs> I think he'd be more interested. We are rejuvenating the moon vagina for you, Herr Führer. Uh, But yeah, so immediately, as soon as they're like, all right, let's go. Guy, like this group of dudes shows up outside and they're like, Like, hey, we know all you Americans are in there. So give us your money. Terrible white banditos. Like (laughs) they didn't even even look like South Americans at all. I mean, it's just an excuse (laughs) to do some Leone shots. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Like they just have this shootout and they don't even really... Don't really specialize or show anybody specialties except for juice. Like juice busts out. Well, yeah. Well, they they they're all like, cow. "Hey, guys, come out, give us yeah. all your money." And I'm like, "Wait, you know these guys are mercs, right?" Yeah. You know, you like saw them pretty they much come loaded like, for bear. They will yeah. kick your ass, but you know they're standing outside with shotguns, going, "Hey, we'll kill you." Mm-hmm. So of course, Jax walks out and does this weird like, "Hey, I'm a I'm a he." he <laughs> I'm either Basically gay does or this transsexual. Little, yeah, this little fairy thing is the only way I can describe it. Yeah, it's and they all strange. start laughing, and then he dies behind something. Juice jumps <laughs> Juice out. Juice leaps out. With a freaking... 50 cal. Yeah, with a 50 cal, and just unloads into the buildings that these guys are in. As we've said, it's it's the animal mother, you know... Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, once again, thing. if yeah. you're going to shoot one of those, you got to be going... Yeah, and like holding the others, while you the, do the, it. the chain of the belt of yeah. bullets. He had, he had his boxed, which oh, I thought was smart. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, he's a merc who knows what he's doing. Yeah. So yeah, Juice just just unloads and that huge firefight ensues. She has to run and get the bus. Well, she didn't have to, but she did. Well, she did cuz they needed to get out of there somehow. Mm-hmm. They needed the they needed the setup for the comic relief portion coming next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some dude tries to sneak up. She gives him a bullet in the forehead, <laughs> directly in the forehead. <laughs> she sees beautiful. him in the rearview mirror and just caps him right in the forehead. We're like, "All right, yes, you're awesome too." Mm-hmm. She didn't give no fuck about nobody. Yeah. So they escape in the bus. The two guys just kind of look at each other, the ones that are left, and are like, well, that didn't work, did it? Not so much. 
And then they get the bus stuck in the mud, and then yeah, it's it's one of those weird like, wait, oh, we were we were doing a parody movie, right? And yeah, suddenly, like, guess certain scenes stayed in. Either that, or they just couldn't explain how they got rid of the bus. But, sure, but they, yeah, they so end they, up on a boat somehow. Yeah, yeah, they basically they they destroy the bus because they all get out to push it, and then there's nobody in the bus to <laughs> drive it, and or it hit brakes runs or, off a cliff. Yeah. So then they're <laughs> then they're all on the boat, like, hey, whatever. Yeah. Nazis come up like, hey, you have to stop here. You're in the Nazi place. Uh, it's time to turn around now. And they bust out in a hovercraft and take off, which creates a, which then gives us a hover hovercraft boat chase. Which is awesome. With them constant, with Nazis shooting left and right. And even better, it's like one of those miniature sort of like two person hovercrafts. Like yeah. it's not a big ass hovercraft. It's with like, it's with shark's super, teeth on the front. Yeah, it's super it's mobile. Built for speed. That's, yeah, it's it's one of the cool, awesome, fast hovercraft. Yes. Yeah, it's but, the hovercraft that you always wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but your it, parents never bought you. They they go around for a little bit, dodging back and forth until they unleash why you really want this hovercraft. As he turns around and fires rockets out the front of it that once again blow these boats <laughs> the fuck up. Such satisfying explosions oh in this my movie. God. But they're not done. So then they go good. Shit, we're on a hovercraft, so they hey, go over land. Let's and all get on of sudden, some land. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a giant 4x4 truck comes out of nowhere with a dude with a mounted machine gun in the mm-hmm. back of it chasing them. And then they escape. Then they go, hey, let's then get they, on the water yeah, again. Yeah, they escape, the, you know, they escape them by going to the water, and he, of course he turns around and still has a couple more rockets and blows <sighs> this truck even bigger up. Oh, Jesus. They loaded that thing up with something. Lots of gasoline. Because there be. was like barely a frame left yeah, like burning. The frame was almost melting. Like it, that's yeah. how <laughs> like you saw tires melting too yeah. and and burning. Um Yeah. If you haven't guessed, we can't stress how awesome the explosions in this just, movie are. They're just choice. Whoever they got to do the explosions for this movie, just Yeah, they're they're winner. like they're just just under like Invasion USA. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but only barely. Barely, yeah. Slightly less than than stealth proportions. Well, and even like uh, the wraith, that one toothpicking of the the garage. Of the bar, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that, that one was, still takes the cake. That, there are some in here that are shit. really, really yeah, close. Yes, yes. I do think that explosion in the wraith may very well be my favorite that, out of eighty seven it, episodes. Mine. That is kind of an it, amazing it, one. That's the tops. I mean, still, like stealth was a screen filling giant. It's one. like stealth and 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 wraith. But those still, are but no, like, but fighting for something it. about the, the wraith that, with the splinters coming yeah, at you. Yeah. that's what makes something about it being so close and yeah, and and just. It being a lower budget yeah, and movie, this one you, you, is not, you want to give it to it. Yeah, more. and this one is not splinters. I mean, mm-hmm. this is just like huge just orange mushroom clouds crack. and thick black smoke pouring out of these. I'll also say this about that. Uh, things like the Wraith and this is like stealth very easily could have been partly CG. Yeah. And you can't help but true, think about it. True. Like in mm-hmm. anything post like 2000 that they didn't just go, well, it wasn't quite as big an explosion as we want. Let's just paint a little bit more on it. Mm-hmm. You Possibly. know this shit was real. Yeah. So they they blow it up, meet back up with everybody, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know what? The time has come to destroy some fucking Nazis. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do. And it's for, like for about a minute or two, they have this stealth plan. They send the three people who know how to be <laughs> quiet into the compound first. You've got uh you got crossbow dude. You got crossbow dude, you got uh spike, and then you got what was a uh, uh and hammer, then, hammer, and then you got hammer, yeah. And so it's like you got crossbow, you got knives, and you got dude that's just gonna whoop ass. 
Kind of pound people into submission. And so they like crossbow guy gets one kill completely silently, and instead of like immediately throwing a knife, doing something to kill the other guy, the klaxon is going off, and the Nazis know they're coming. And yeah, yeah, they kill basically two guys, and mm-hmm. one of them dies shooting, and that's it. Right. Yeah, he that's gets off it. one shot before he's killed, and then another shot as he's trundling down the stairs. Dying. And then it's like you could tell everyone involved was just like, we don't want him to do the stealth thing. We want guys to be flying through the air after things explode behind them. And then and, comes oh, one of my God, do they. favorite this is true. sequences of Ooh, uh. beating ass I've honestly ever seen. <laughs> this guy Quite goes possibly hammer. best Nazi ass kicking. He goes on okay. a goddamn rampage <laughs> for like three straight minutes of killing. That's It's true, because he tries to climb the uh, the guard tower for whatever reason. I think he's going to shoot grab at the, him, like so he jumps M60. down on the ground. Yeah. And Nazis just run at him. They don't shoot at him; they just run at him. Mm-hmm. So he, he is beats. literally <laughs> he is like a linebacker, just flipping guys up in the, the air. The first two guys that come at him, they're both running at him. You know how two guys running at someone do, and he just lifts up both his arms and crushes them. Yeah, they just <laughs> that's they right. He drops, like the, ham- he drops the hammer on him. The the double hammer, as a yeah. matter of fact. And they just crumble to the ground. And then... Then he's picking dudes up like, another completely guy, over his an, head. Well, another yeah. guy runs at him, and he does the duck and flip uh-huh. thing. You know, where you duck down and hit somebody, like, in the in the hips and then flip him over. But he flings this guy, like, I don't know, 10 feet in the air and probably 10 feet uh, in the opposite direction. God! Yeah. He yeah. just wails then, on dudes. And then he does a full-on, like... Almost like helmet to helmet football hit on yeah. this dude, except it's like shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> oh, and this dude that looks like it hurt for real. Oh my god, yeah, it did. <laughs> like he cracked that dude's ribs when he hit him. Yeah, like, like that possibly clavicle, broke his shoulder yeah, and yeah, and collarbone. Yeah. Oh. And the best part is, and then he's he not even there. Just killed that guy. Then he's not even done. <laughs> he picks up some sort of like heavy ass looking. He picked sack. up a sandbag. Okay, that, <laughs> he picked up a sandbag. I, yeah, I just knew it was some kind of sack that looked heavy as fuck. <laughs> this movie is so awesome. <laughs> he crushed a dude. He crushed a dude's skull in with a sandbag <laughs> overhand, like one handed overhand. Crushed the dude. Another dude's running by. He throws the sandbag at him. Knocks him down with the sandbag. This, you may have actually heard about this guy because he may be possibly in prison for mass murder. <laughs> mass murder on the set, set of, a, of movie. a movie. Oh my! Like, I'm pretty sure he may have killed several people during the filming of this movie. Oh my god! Oh my god. It, yeah. And I he just does want to watch that up. again right now. Yeah. I'd love to watch that that sequence. I'm uh. like, it's so amazing, and it feels like one take almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's. It seems like there's because very little. That's cutting. like that's like how. Yeah. Swiftly, he just demolishes a dozen dudes. Yeah. Oh, please tell me this is on YouTube. Please, God. <laughs> oh, we can only hope. But yeah, so he's he destroys those guys, and that's when shit's just completely on at this yeah, point. That's when Demo Man is just like, "Fuck it." <laughs> Let's and do somehow this. he's planted charges everywhere. Well, that and also crossbow guy is now pulling out arrows equipped with dynamite yes. and lighting them <laughs> and then shooting them towards things. Yeah, but when he when he starts lighting off the series of explosives, mm-hmm. there are like 10, 11 tents that blow up like one after the other just boom, boom, boom. And, and these are not like eh. Oh, Jesus, no. They're oh, man. They're like these just are like up. eruptions. 
Yeah, like they're they're like a step below like 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 Quonset huts or something like that. Like they're just yeah, somewhere. They're they're, they're they're like stick and canvas. Sure, huts. Yeah. maybe not even canvas. It looks like yeah. it might even be like linen. Yeah, it almost looks like yeah. desert. You know, well, yeah. either way, like they'll cut to one mm-hmm. and they'll just have a guy trying to run away from it as he gets blasted into the air, like over barrels oh, and into other things. It's just like, you know, stuntmen were like, I want to do this. And then yeah. they realized the shit they were in when it actually happened. Because these, like, so many of these guys get jacked. Oh, I mean, they get launched into the launched air. They, they like get, a motherfucker. Those... It is airborne Nazis everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they might as well have been it, the fucking Luftwaffe. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> they are, like, just, they're flying Nazis. Like, they're getting blasted everywhere. And it's fucking incredible. Because mm-hmm. not in between this, like, Suddenly, cowboy guy is there, and he's just like... He's shooting a few dudes. He's just like, he walks around the corner, bam, bam, shoots a couple guys, he, guy runs at him, bam. And then he like flips his pistols around and pistol whips a couple yeah, guys, Yeah, because he too. runs out of bullets. Not really. I think it's just like, he's like, I want to hit he some He was bored. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is too easy. Yeah, because he pistol whips a few people, and then like still kind of flips his guns around and shoots some people. I, yeah, like I said, it's sad when quick draw guy is like the, the boringest yeah. guy on the team, just about, so... Yeah, yeah, and Spike is running around just knifing guys. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she has a pretty good scene where dudes come at her with, like, machetes. Yeah. And she, oh, God. All she the stabs, fight scenes are good. She, she stabs a dude in the dick. Yep. Uh, uh-huh. And <laughs> drops She's throwing it. knives She, she, she gives him the old, uh, the, the knifed uh, John Travis. <laughs> oh. oh. God. They, we just, we can't stress how awesome. Uh-huh. This then, is enough. Yeah, this this invasion is just batshit crazy and awesome. And f- filmed pretty damn well. That's the amazing yeah. thing about it for a low-budget thing like this. Like, far be it for me to ever speak ill of such a fun movie, but I think we were talking about Commando and how it does something similar where shit just starts blowing up, mm-hmm. but there is a lot of bad stunt work in that movie and a lot yeah. of bad camera angles. And this, for being a lower budget movie, probably does all that better, really. Yeah. And that's what's crazy. Because uh, he does things like put barrels in the way and sandbags in the way so you can't see the giant ramps that are going to launch mm-hmm. dudes yeah. 50 feet in the air. Well, and a couple dudes. Anytime get- you can have a dude flying towards camera from an explosion, oh, yeah. you have done your job mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah. And, and, like, you mentioned the barrel, so I have to mention this twice. They had a dude flying towards uh, towards the camera from an explosion into a rack of barrels. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. knocking the barrels everywhere. Oh, man. And then mm-hmm. cartwheeling over it. So satisfying. Yeah. Oh. Well, like one dude just you know, like plummeted right into the sandbags. Like that looked oh, like yeah. that hurt oh, too. That looked, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that looks so rough. Yeah. But yeah, yes. so while they're doing their all out assault, mm-hmm. that's that's when Duncan is like, We gotta go yeah. save. Well, Maxie, the the uh, mercenary chick, goes to rescue Tiffany, and then, yeah. and then Duncan basically goes to get the scientist slash stop the lasers. Well, he, he said he's going to find the Baron first. Sure. So he goes to the big banquet room to find him. Mm-hmm. Baron he's, he's strangely not sitting there eating chicken and drinking wine, which <laughs> he does every other Probably scene. Probably schnapps. Maybe. He was playing uh, his, uh, yeah, schnapps. Yeah, but uh, then, of course, because it's a Bond spoof type thing, he gets the drop on Duncan. Mm-hmm. Explains everything that he would possibly need to know, yeah. and Duncan even goads him into it. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, so you're going to kill me anyway? Why don't you just tell me how to disarm the laser?" It's like, "Okay, like, all right, yeah, yeah." yeah. I, th- I definitely think that was parody right there. Yeah, yeah. So this guy reminds me of Orson Welles. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, he's very much a he. Oh god, 
He's very much an Orson Welles, except with a terrible German accent. Yeah, but, you know, some people just want to do that. Yeah, so then finally he's like, now I kill you, Duncan. Mm-hmm. And yes. <laughs> then Duncan jumps out of the way, somehow grabs a spear, and tosses it through the guy's chest before he can shoot him. Yeah. Sure. I don't even know where that spear was before. I don't either, but somehow he <laughs> somehow yes. he gets a spear, spears the guy, and... Uh-huh. And then, well, as the guy said, you need two sets of prints, and yeah, one of them happens to be his. So, it's like cuts awful, his, so he pulls awful. out his little Swiss Army knife and <laughs> yep. cuts the dude's finger off. Uh, Must be very good at finger cutting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is, there, is. is there an art to that? Yeah. I, I don't know, but I mean, cutting a dude's finger off with a pocket knife is... Yeah, you got to saw for a while, I would think, but... Yeah, maybe he had the little tiny saw on there, you know. Yeah, maybe, all kinds I don't of know, maybe he just knew <laughs> where to... He had to, the really good Swiss yeah, the, Army knife. All he had was the fish scaler, and he's uh, like, oh. <laughs> maybe he knew yeah. just where to, you know, where to Yeah, so I knuckle. saw 127 hours. You can do this. <laughs> yeah, and the funny Jesus. thing is, he gets shot... Like, Duncan gets shot by the dude. Uh-huh. No effect whatsoever. Yeah, no, it's, it's just a shoulder like, shot. Yeah, it's a graze. Yeah, but he barely acknowledges it. <laughs> he's Duncan fucking Jacks. Yeah. But yeah, so he, he's got the finger and he goes to the... The girl encounters no resistance whatsoever to finding nah. Tiffany. Was mm-hmm. that her name, Tiffany? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, basically they just... Blows the door and they're just like, all right, time to leave. Yeah, they just kind of run. Like, they yeah, just make they a just, break for they it. They just run and we don't see them again until... Yeah, until yeah. the end, basically. The yeah, end. I think there's one shot of them running through the chaos when yeah. they get outside. Yeah, I don't even remember it. it. Yeah, they had like shit blowing up around them while they're you know yeah because of course jiggly running of course they're they're not properly supported for jungle warfare let's just say that yeah and they keep cutting back to like just these dudes just murdering people in various ways during all this and then Duncan gets back outside and he's got the uh, the demo guy and Juice are trying to get to the tunnel that leads to the laser Mm -hmm. so they have a firefight there meanwhile Hammer we have to mention Hammer. Hopping on an ATV, mm-hmm. mounting his gun on the front, mm-hmm. and gunning people down this way, well, like he, machete style. Almost. Not only that, it was. But he, he, he didn't. Better, he didn't mount. I know. It. He just laid the motherfucker up not there because he's that bad. Not only that, it wasn't really an ATV. It was a three wheeler, which yes, kind of cooler because I know what you're about to say. Yeah, because he the first time he jumps on it, he puts the he drops the machine gun guy or down. He he knocks he t- out a Nazi. He has him lay down. Throws on the him yeah. over the. Throws him over a tent so he lands into the foreground where mm-hmm. we can see him. Revs it up. Over a tent. Drives around you. the corner and runs over the guy's head with w- the tire. W- with the rear wheel of the three <laughs> With the rear wheel of the oh, three yeah. wheel. And this is a real dude. This is not cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, they add a crunch sound as he goes by. I don't, I don't know. It might have been, been a dummy. I, I don't think. I it, think the dude twitched. I'm pretty sure he twitched like, ow, mm, that fucking hurt. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because like I think either way, all right, he ran over a dude's head with an ATV. I'll tell you how you would do this in a stunt thing: is he was laying in sand, and I probably they had that tire severely deflated. Yeah, so I mean, you could do it. I'm sure the dude when he was riding was like leaned to the right real hard. Yeah, that's just saying that's how you would do it in a stunt thing. But yeah, but man, still twitch like still that's still a dangerous stunt. running over somebody's head like that. Yeah, yeah. that's why this movie rules. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, so they jump back to uh, Duncan. You know, they kill everybody in the tunnel. Blow them up with grenades. Get in there, and he finally meet, he's yeah. That's where um, is that where that's that's where SD comes in. By the way, yeah. is with the grenades in the tunnel. It's mm-hmm. where he actually shows so up. So he do gets in there again. with the with the scientist. And is it Stryker? Is that was that the Stryker is the second in command Nazi doctor? Yeah, that's dude. the guy who's yeah. left in there, right? Mm-hmm. Who's guarding the doctor, right? And he's like, oh well, you can't shut anything off without uh, without the Baron's prints. And he's like. Huh. 
Oh, I'm sorry. No, that was Kurtz. Stryker was the uh, Stryker was redhead. the the redhead, redhead who got yeah. blown yeah, the hell yeah, up yeah. on a redheaded okay. perfect Aryan sure. warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Got... <laughs> He's ginger Nazi. His, his perfection did <laughs> not ginger, save him from ginger uh, spice yeah. Nazi. Yeah, did not save him from a rocket launcher. But yeah, so they bust in, or well, Duncan busts in. He's and the dude's like, "Oh, you can't shut anything off without the Baron." And he's like, "Well, <laughs> will his finger do?" Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Get over here. Put your hand on there. We're shutting it down." And the guy's like, "No, eh, no, you're not. I'd rather burn my hand off." So he does. So he shoves his hand like in the reactor area or something. Some sort of. All I know is he's holding. He's screaming and holding up just like bones. Yeah, bones with mm-hmm. like flesh falling off of them. Yes. Sadly, bringing up deathbed is kind of like the effect. Yeah, <laughs> very ah, similar. Yes, very but yeah, much. so he's just like, oh, well, okay, that's not going to work. Yeah. So that guy is just writhing on the floor in pain. So he's like, ah, oh, fuck him. Who cares? And the and the scientist or the, yeah, the, the laser scientist, scientist guy, yes. the laser scientist is just like, oh, well, we have to shut this and it'll blow itself up when it fires. So he's like, all right, let's do it. So, of course, as he's climbing up. Nazi wakes up. It's like, well, I'm taking you with me, and and the scientist gets to kill him, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of satisfyingly yeah, yeah, yeah. with a with an with Uzi. An Uzi. Mm-hmm. He shoots him about a dozen times in the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one time SD the, is yeah. just like, hey, nice shooting, yeah. Doc. Yeah. I also wanted to, before we get to the very climax. Star has shown up. the The guy in charge has shown yeah. up to be part of this wielding. Our favorite thing in the world. Justice. Oh, yes. The M- Law's rocket. Uh-huh. Law rocket. He breaks out the law. Light yep. anti-tank weapon. Yep. yep. So I just wanted to point that out. That well, it's, we have that yet again. And-, and we have neglected one very incredibly important thing that's happening yes. during this. Yes. Well, what would that be? Something we keep That would be getting- the baboon driving oh, an amphibious yeah. tank with a missile launcher. That was in the description, I think, that I read. <laughs> the baboon is driving an amphibious tank through the with camp. a rocket launcher and blowing everything up as he goes uh-huh. through the camp. It is amazing. Seriously, I mean, and what did they call him? Like the Swamp Fox? Like it, what did, is that? What Sato called him? It's like oh, it's time to rent a Swamp Fox out. Like I think that. he did. All I know is like, I yeah. Who thought this up? A because genius. I want to shake their hand. A genius. That's yes. all. So you have. I, I want to break the fourth wall for just a second. Do you think anybody's like still listening to this episode? Like that hasn't stopped and gone and like watched this movie. I mean, oh my god! I just. <laughs> I, can, can we keep saying these words and like someone goes like, eh, yeah, I might watch that. <laughs> I, I can't wrong imagine with that. You? If 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 they are, then I don't know how they could have listened to any other episodes okay. that we've just, done. Just curious. Like I, I mean, know those I words know. just came out why of our mouths. Like why do you think I said? Stop this. Tank find it on Netflix. Baboon. And he's blowing. I know. Okay. All right. And that's not even the best part. That's the amazing thing. Uh-huh. Like, Hammer Destroying Dudes is even better than that. Yeah. Yeah. God. But yeah, so they get out. They're all running from the laser, which Duncan gets outside, and then... Uh, fucking boom. They blow that laser the hell up. Jesus. Like, we've talked about this, striking the set before on these low-budget movies. Oh, my God. Well, this is like their one set piece. Like, this was not only like a temple thing, but it had metal laser contraption. 
stuff, you know, built it's, around yeah, it. Yeah, it was it actually like kind of weird like, armature. It was almost like a Nazi symbol. Almost, it kind of felt like because oh, yeah, like, the 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 way the yeah, there were like triangle angle yeah. like yeah. Big it was pretty. Metal it was pretty neat looking, and it wasn't like a miniature. I mean, that's the thing is like because yeah, he climbs no, down he, off of this thing. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's not quite as big as they make it feel as he's you know. Like you know, grappling hook yeah, up. Yeah, but it's it. still not small. It's not small by mm-hmm. any means at all. So yeah, and but they still... light it up. Like honestly, I think a demolitions expert told them if you want something to blow up really cool, like this is how you build this mm-hmm. building. Like this will produce the best explosion. Yeah, because dear God, that thing erupts. Mm-hmm. It's like a freaking volcano. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that blows up. There's still buildings to be blown up. Yeah, they just, who cares? Yeah, they just blow up a couple more like things. Like the guard yeah. tower finally finally gets it. I think uh <laughs> yes. I think Boone finally blows it up in his little tank thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like they're just, like they got a, we got a couple more things. Let's blow them uh, up too. A couple more things Yeah, we and then they all meet back up outside and they're like, Hey, none of us died. Yeah. That's kinda awesome. Yeah, we're on the boat. Got Adam. on the boat and Playing some uh, Calypso New Orleans jazz harmonica. Yeah, for some and I reason. guess I guess it he just decides the bayou. He yeah. decides to stick with the blonde chick. Yeah, not my choice. They ignite a balloon and leave in a hot air balloon at the end, and yeah. the monkey gives him the finger mm-hmm. symbol. Yes. It's the bras d'honneur. Yeah. It's the arm of honor. Is that's what, what that's, it is. That's what it's. Yeah, that's oh, what it's called. No. Well, anyway, that, that's what the monkey gives them. And yeah, the 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 balloon is a carryover from the from unmasking the idol. The, the balloon, oh really? The balloons he- factored heavily in that one. So just so you know. Yeah. And they okay, drink champagne well. in the balloon. Mm-hmm. Balloon ballooning is a lost champagne. art these days, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Like I said, he. It like, is. Ballooning was big in the eighties, but yeah. nobody balloons anymore. Even yeah. I think even in the early to mid nineties, it was still kind of kind of a deal. So yeah, so the, he balloons off. Yeah, with the wrong chick. Credits. Yep. I'm so glad we watched this movie. Because mm-hmm. I mean, do we even need to rate it? Because I'm telling you now, I, I lost track of how many explosions there were, and there is just awesome thing after awesome thing after awesome thing, and there's no way I'm not giving this five jocks. It is five jocks. Yeah. Easily. I I. I, I was hemming and hawing before we really started talking about it, just because like the second half is kind of slow, and I, I second half. I'm first sorry. Half. I'm sorry. The first half. <laughs> I was going to say. I'm sorry. The first half is a little bit slow, and the and the strange thing is, is like the nothing goes nearly anywhere near as crazy in Unmasking the Idol, but the plot moves along better in that one. If yeah, that makes any I sense, I can see that. Um, well, because this one, the first half is really mostly set up for the carnage of the second half. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, I don't, I don't think I could five jocks on masking the idol, you know? So it's, it's, I, it just seems kind of weird to, to five. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, it's, it's a weird thing, but no, I'm, I'm definitely on the five jocks board. If I was giving an unofficial rating for unmasking the idol, I, it would probably get a three, possibly even a four, just mm-hmm. depending on how we, as a group, because that, that that plays into it is how much right. fun we have with watching yeah. the movie. But and I I'll just say like when he started tossing those Nazis <laughs> that and then they and then the dude had a stick of dynamite on a crossbow <laughs> and blew up a guard tower. I it's been a long time since I laughed that hard. Mm-hmm. I think we all just started cackling furiously when uh, not Nazis were getting tossed, mm-hmm. and it was a joyful laugh. That really sold sold me on this movie. I was. I was like, "All right, this is this has been pretty entertaining, pretty fun. It's a good send off of of the bond." Oh my god, he's tossing Nazis! Ah! <laughs> yeah. So it got it like a, a nearly 
joyous, violent physical mm-hmm. reaction from me. Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna have to go. I, I got to go five as well. I, there's just there's no way I can not five this. Yeah. Like like honestly, I would be ashamed of myself if I didn't. It's just as soon as this ended, I just thought to myself, this like movies like this are the reason we do this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, because like, I just can't. Um, if I, we weren't doing this podcast, I never would have found this. I, I and can't even imagine how this thing just disappeared like this. I know, it's and it's weird. so hard to find stuff on it. Like the only thing on YouTube uh-huh. is a guy in Australia who I, I don't even know what he's doing because I had the sound off while I was watching it. Um, a guy in Australia who is um, who is like unboxing a bunch of VHSs that he got from somewhere, um, and one of them happens to be. The Order of the Black Eagle. That's the only video on YouTube. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. That has anything to do and with yet, Order of the Black Eagle. Is there a way Eagle. to rip Netflix video? <laughs> I, I'm I sure wish there, there was. Is. Well, and I, just, I wish I knew how to do it just because I want to put that scene where he destroys those Nazis. Yeah. You could well, I, I don't. I don't think, you know, we, we haven't casted or at least brought this up, but... You know, everybody can get up in arms and say what you want about Netflix possibly raising your rates. Or for some people, a lot of people got lower actually. Mm-hmm. But right. um, for me, it yeah, if if you're doing streaming only, but holy shit, I mean, this is this. this I mean, come on, eight dollars a month and you can get shit like this, right? And this is only available here. I mean, the MGM catalog that they've brought to streaming only is kind of amazing. Amazing, amazing yeah. in the Banffcast way. Yeah, um, yeah, that's. The but thing. they do have. I mean, they've got stuff like all the almost all the Bond movies, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, and which is like, part of the MGM. Yeah. And catalog. they just added Mad Men also. Well, like, yeah, and Mad like, Men. Starts they're they're today. about to have everything Star Trek. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just Netflix just, streaming. Just, yeah. The is, only complaint you can have is if the movie just came out on video. Yeah, because it's very like usually they'll have or one you have or two. shitty internet. I mean, some people yeah. just can't. Yeah, do yeah, this. Well, in that case, I mean, you. If you yeah. have shitty internet, you just don't stream. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Like, they're they're. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this is why we do this: is to tell people about movies like this. Yeah. And I love I, I that honestly, it's not it's not like Action USA where it's like, well, sorry, you can't find it, or yeah, or I come in peace where it's like, we wish we, we have had two a copy of the remaining copies. <laughs> yeah. But like this one, you can go on Netflix right now and watch yeah, it. Get, so you should get the two of the Netflix immediately. But yeah, I I honestly I like. I had like a knot in my stomach that this movie was going to suck after I felt like we built it up like this super secret 1987 movie. Yeah. Well, we did have a backup that yeah. was going to be awesome anyway, which we'll save for another mm-hmm. Banff cast, but it would not have been like this. No. Because people have heard of the backup. And I've seen it yeah. several times. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, this this just feels it's like relief and joy and everything that comes with something like this. It's just well, it's catharsis. just great. It's yeah. just great when we build up to something and it lives up to every bit of it, and then exceeds it at points. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, after watching Unmasking Now, I was like, this ought to be a lot of fun, and it just ups the ante in so many ways. Because just just giving them a, a brief personality to the, to the mercenaries just helps you enjoy. Yeah, because I don't know their if traits. We, I don't know, know if we mentioned it, but there was a setup shot where they were where they're playing poker in the yeah. cantina and it, it actually, it's like just enough, but it, yeah, it, it entered, it, it was kind of jarring. Cause we're like, yeah, what the it, hell is this? But it introduced all of the mercenaries to us in mm-hmm. kind of a, you know, a kind brief of, way. Yeah. Like kind a, of a brief, but effective way. Yeah. Like a, like a low budget, uh, alien crew get to know you scene. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So yes, go to Netflix, watch this. Absolutely. Please. Okay. You'll thank yourself. Tell us what you think when you do. All right, break time? Yeah, I think so. Sweet. We'll be back. 
All right. Hey. Welcome back. Welcome back. Second half. Hey, Bamcast. Bamcast. Uh, half number two. Second half. Can you tell that I've gotten back into energy drinks? Uh, what? <laughs> no. I would not have guessed that that's uh, canon. I didn't know you got My, out of energy drinks. I hadn't had an energy drink in quite a quite a long time, but... Uh, huh. This episode, my portion of this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Monster Energy Absolutely Zero. Not officially affiliated. Does it give you absolutely zero energy? No, it gives me absolutely zero calories and zero sugar and zero carbs and uh, zero zero time between my words. Hmm. Sweet. So. 1,300 milligrams of energy blend. (laughs) That's a lot of energy blend. (laughs) We have some voicemails. Shall we start with those? Yes, let's listen to them. Okay. Yep. First one, Ryan from Dallas. Hey, Bamcast, it's Ryan from Dallas. I want more Chuck on the show. Chuck is good. He's pretty awesome. All right, that's all. I hope you're having a good day. Bye. Well, we'll be sure to invite Smarmy Chuck Face back for your pleasure. I don't think he meant that Chuck. What? Maybe he did. I think It kind of sounded like Chuck, just a little bit. Oh, you're thinking Chuck, like our Chuck is impersonating people? Our Chuck, the Bamcast's own Chuck Smarmy Chuck face. You mean Chuck? Chuck, Maybe Chucky Smarm. Chucky Smarm. You know what? Chucky face. Smarmy Chuck face. I think we should have both Chucks back. Okay. Maybe not simultaneously, but we could do a simultaneous uh, a double chucking a Chuck cast. Yes. That would blow minds. We'd we'd have. I don't think. I don't think the universe. We'd have to throw the whole thing out. (laughs) We'd have nunchucks. Yeah, I know. I cannot think of any more Chuck. Double-ended Chuck though. We'd eat burgers made of ground chuck. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, we, we will we will do another Chuck Norris movie at some point and I am sure it's almost if, guaranteed. If Chuck wants to come back on, I'm sure he'll be allowed. Cop dog. Ooh. <laughs> See, that's the thing, but that's the thing about Chuck. He has a higher threshold for pain than even you do, Harlow. Uh-huh. Like that guy Yeah. He lives in the bowels of Netflix. He does. He has a job that permits him to watch these shitty movies while, yeah. quote, air quotes, working. Yeah, so whatever we throw at him, as long as it's not boring, I'm sure he can handle it. Even still, I think he'd handle Cop it. Dog might, might do it. I don't know. I, um, what's his name? The what's the guy from name? Red Letter Media already did a review of Cop Dog. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Well, Cop Dog is like a, it's a, it's a screened, uh, I don't know, meme, if you will. It, it gets tossed around a lot. Ah, I'm not there's into also the screened, like, uh, I think there's also like Ghost Dog or Detective Dog. There's some other dog movie that's like a dog doing something it shouldn't be doing. Yeah, I think it's Ghost Dog. Yeah. There's a bunch of Not dogs. Ghost Dog like Way of a Samurai, Forrest Whitaker. Right. Yeah, but yeah. No, I think there's a Ghost Dog too. But we need ghost there's w- Air Bud. Mm-hmm. Well, we could do a double feature of Ghost Dog and Ghost Dad. <laughs> <laughs> we could. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, well, Chuck will be back on. Yes. So we got another voicemail, don't we? We do. Mm-hmm. Hey, brother, gentlemen, this is Ed B87 once again, gracing you with my presence. Thank you for continuing doing what you're doing. I watched a really horrible movie the other day, and I thought I'd pass it along to you. It's on Netflix Instant if you want to watch it or your um, many listeners would like to watch it. It's called Zombies, 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 Strippers versus Zombies. You'd think a movie with zombies and strippers and it would be a great movie, but it's not. It's horrible. It's god-awful. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone, except you guys. Keep up the good work. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Ed. I believe I believe Ed mentioned this on uh, on Twitter 
not too terribly long ago. Yeah. Um, being disappointed in its in its lack of quality for a movie. Now is this the one such. with um, what's her face in it? Like someone uh, you've actually heard of? I don't know. Because there's know. one I think it's like zombie strippers or stripper zombies. That's yeah. Got, there's a like, zombie strippers one that's got who is it like. Jenna Jameson or someone's famous? I, I think it's Jenna Jameson. Famous, like, yeah. yeah, air quote famous, but... Yeah, but that's that's one of those that's just... Yeah, it's... it's it tries to be intentionally bad, but it just... Sure. Yeah, it doesn't work. But yeah, Zombies, Zombies, Zombies. Okay. Strippers versus Zombies. See, that's a better title. That's just... That's a lot of zombieing. That is knowing your audience right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the cover looks looks great. Somebody had a lot of fun designing it. Uh, one girl's holding a chainsaw. One girl's holding some sort of shotgun. And the other girl, I can't quite tell. I'll say this. She's holding an arm, maybe? I don't know. I bet they all have a heart of gold. They, they I'm sure they do. Are they also studying to be nurses and or teachers? Mm-hmm. Lawyers. They were working on their doctorate. Mm-hmm. Um, I am they're in medical sure school. that's the case. Yeah. So... Maybe we'll watch yeah, that, Ed. Mom's I up. don't know. That sounds more like a watch it not for Bamcast. Just like that sounds like the thing that like if I even possibly mentioned this or for some reason he actually listened, like T Straw mm-hmm. would be like, "We're watching that," because that's yes. the kind of shit he wants to watch with me all the time. That uh, <laughs> you know, I just get forced upon sort of. Because like, did I ever talk about that Ah Zombies movie that I watched with him, which is no. kind of better than I thought it would be. What is Ah uh, Zombies? Okay. It's almost more clever in premise. We have to go back to the movie poster when you're done, okay. by the way. Go, 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 go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, because go we're ahead. still kind of talking about zombies, zombies, zombies. Okay. Uh, I love, I'm loving this movie poster the more I look at it. The girl on her on the left that I said might be holding an arm, she's actually holding like a platform stripper heel. Oh, okay. Like she's got it cocked back, sort of like a baseball bat. Like is she's it clear? Gonna, uh, it looks like it may be clear, but it's kind of yes. hard to tell. I mean, it's stripper heels, so it's probably clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the bottom of this movie poster, it has zombies, 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 and kind of a, um, I don't know, like a Microsoft Word, Word art sort of thing with a with blood splatter behind it. The third zombies is done up like, uh, the, the font's kind of done up like brains. I don't know if that makes sense, uh, me describing it that way. But so behind that... It's the brain matter font. <laughs> Yeah, but it's not. It's yeah. It's just like an overlay of sure. of, of oh, okay. brain looking stuff on embossed the, on with the brain. <laughs> sure, embrained if yeah. you will. Yeah, they bump mapped brain on top of it. Um, so behind that, there's like three or four dozen arms that take up about a third of the third of the poster slash box. But one one arm on the far right is holding up a dollar bill. Hmm. <laughs> I just thought that was genius. It's a nice touch. Yeah, nice touches all over this. Lots of dripping blood. And Something tells me that poster is better than the movie. Somebody, as Ed has already attested, dude, somebody had a lot of fun doing this poster. Oh, I'm sure. So, ah, uh, zombies. Ah, uh, zombies. zombies. I believe is on Netflix Instant, or at least was at the time we saw it. Mm-hmm. I can't. I'm not going to fact check that, but probably slightly more clever in idea than execution. Not to say that it's bad, but um, it's. The easiest way to describe it is it's a zombie outbreak movie from the point of view of the zombies. Okay. And in that... Sweet. In so much that we're introduced to some main characters, uh, zombies are caused by some sort of chemical experiment that the government was doing, and this 
chemical gets into some ice cream and they all eat this ice cream and turn into mm-hmm. zombies, but they don't realize they're zombies. <laughs> so okay. whenever they encounter someone who's not a zombie, they move ridiculously fast. Like the people oh, are running around okay. in like a fast motion and they're like, oh my God, there's something wrong with them. We've got to kill them. <laughs> that sounds great. And so it explains why and that the zombies is on instant. By the yes, way, so, so it explains why the zombies move in slow motion because, and they perceive that the other people are the ones that are infected because they're moving around like in fast forward and and nice. complete with like kind of like voices when they're talking. So are the people that have become zombies? Are they do they look like zombies? They it has like a, almost a Oliver Stone two different tense to the movie whenever you see the way they're seeing themselves. Oh, they look, it's like in kind of more colorful and they look normal and then it'll cut to humans looking at them and they're (laughs) all all fucked up and missing body limbs and everything. And so, you know, it just kind of goes from there. And like I said, it is not a terrible movie. It's just the, the concept is kind of brilliant. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, that does sound like fun. So it, it's, here's here's another one not to mention a Tistro. Okay, Z A Zombies Anonymous. Mm. In an imagined reality where zombies coexist with ordinary mortal folk, the undead are considered second class citizens. Angela finds this out the hard way when she's shot by her boyfriend and must learn to adjust <laughs> to her new zombie lifestyle. She tempers her hunger for human flesh with zombies anonymous meetings and tries to pass for living in the mortal world. Hmm. Yeah. You'll right. have to watch that if their you're... best guess for me one point nine stars. <laughs> mm. Well, Rough. okay. While we're on the subject of uh, talking about movies, I've watched with Tistro. I realize there are two I feel I absolutely must talk about. What's that? So, I finally got around to watching Robo Gisha Ish Movie Review Time. Okay, so Robo Geisha. I think I talked about One this. One of your a, favorite trailers ever to mm-hmm. hoist on people. Yes. Robo Geisha is a whole lot of fun. Robo Geisha relies to know. very heavily on terrible CG. Hmm. That being said, it's still fun. Until you compare it to another one that we watched. Like, we watched Robo Geisha one Friday night. We watched this other one this, the next Friday night. Vampire Girl versus Frankenstein Girl. Oh, man. Holy shit. That has just become my new favorite of all of the crazy gore gore for gore sakes Tokyo craziness movies. That movie is insanely fun. Like, I enjoyed Machine Girl because Machine Girl doesn't never takes itself too seriously. And and that's what I enjoy about these. Uh, I did not like Tokyo Gore Police because it did take itself too seriously and kind Mm -hmm. of like was sort of bordering and crossing that into that torture porn realm of like, this is just kind of gross and like kind of disturbing and I'm not mm-hmm. enjoying this. Robogation doesn't do that either. Robogation is fun and stupid and ridiculous powers that just pop up out of nowhere and involves a building that turns into a giant robot at one point and all kinds of insanity, mm-hmm. but it, it relies very heavily on terrible CGI. Vampire girl versus Frankenstein girl is just, Fairly brilliant from beginning to end, and honestly, one of the most batshit insane movies I've ever seen. It has got some of the most incredibly racist shit I've ever seen in a movie. Okay, I, I can't. I honestly can't even de- describe it. But there is 
it's like it takes place in a high school to start with and there are cliques and there's like there's like the vampire pre- girls well there's no 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 the, the, like there's oh. preppy kind of girls like bitchy like you know schoolgirl uniform wearing ones mm-hmm. then there's like these goth girls that are wrist cutters and they go so far as like their aim is to become the world's best wrist cutters okay uh <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think there's like one other kind of click, and then there's, <sighs> I believe it's called the Super Dark Fun Club uh, Asian Girls. Okay. They basically started off, I guess, getting addicted to going to tanning salons, and in, as they're depicted in the movie, they have gone into full-on, ridiculously stereotypical blackface. Like oh, to really? epic proportions, Great. but no, no, like, like so far past the point that it's like they're wearing rubber masks and it's insane, and yet somehow almost, almost doesn't feel offensive in this movie just because it's like this is just because fucking ludicrous, ridiculous. yeah, kind but, of the South Park method, yeah, kind of, kind of like. You, I, I don't even know what territory you're crossing now, but it's so ridiculous that I'm I'm gonna allow it in a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I'll allow it. But yeah, the movie is just fun. But I mean, that aside, like, don't let me have that turn you off because I mean, there are fountains of blood and all that stuff. But the music is Yay, so kind of amazing. It's like this J-pop slash almost like Japanese Sinatra music that plays through a lot of the movie, and it's kind of amazing. And it just sets this amazing tone throughout the whole movie and I, I don't know I just it's it's the most fun of all those and is available on Netflix Instant I feel like we're should be sponsored by them this damn week but yeah I think we should have okay. been sponsored by by Netflix a long time ago but well, this is true but yes so no but then everyone would hate us mm, that's fine we'd be corporate sellouts yes uh, sure but yeah so I mean th- that's all that being said probably Robo Geisha is the tamest of all of them. Like, if you're not real <laughs> sure, like, I, I, I've i just said all the... I mean, don't get me wrong. It's crazy as shit. But it's probably, mm. like, the least, like, blood splattery... Like, Machine Girl is pretty goddamn violent. Yeah. Um. So is Frankenstein versus... Or whatever. Vampire Girl versus Frankenstein Girl. But, mm-hmm. yeah. But, goddamn, it's it's insane and fun. And Now, did you watch subtitled or dubbed? Uh, they, you don't have a choice. They are dubbed and... Sweet. Brilliant. Brilliantly <laughs> dubbed, yes. I might add. <laughs> Brilliantly, like oh my god, or brilliantly, Perfect. like actually brilliantly, like good dubbing, f- like it fits perfectly with the mood of the movie. Like yeah. oh, very good. Yeah, because like good. when I see a foreign film, like Insane. real foreign yeah. film, I want to see subtitled. Sure. When it's something crazy, insane, yeah. shock, schlocky like this, mm-hmm. I want it dubbed. Yes. Well, you don't get a choice with the the Netflix ins- Netflix instance, but uh, I'm sure they have it on awesome. DVD too. If you really want to go full on authentic, that is quality stuff. But yes. Sounds like the best. So I completely. I'm almost forgotten. I, I. The funny thing is, like, as we were watching RoboGeisha, I just kept sitting there going, like, this is the best decision I've made all week, possibly all year. <laughs> and then the following week happens, and I'm just like, I couldn't even speak. I was just like, I'm done. Like, that's how much better. Game it was. over, yeah. man. Game over, man. Yeah. So. Well, that's pretty awesome. So that's transitioning more towards what we need to talk about quickly next. Oh, <laughs> which is. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying we, we came hey, down. Hey, we all saw Captain America. Oh. We, we came, we're coming down it. from Order of the Black Eagle to maybe some crazy, gory Japanese and to completely the other side of the spectrum. And we saw, finally, we saw Tree of Life. Mac- yeah. Mackie oh, and I, at yeah, least. Yeah, you guys. 
Yeah, we saw Tree of Life. Uh huh. Hey, do the Tree of Life. I, yeah, mm. do the Tree of. It was. It's a hard movie to talk about. It kind of is. And the sad thing is, it's hard to talk about liking it without sounding explosions? pretentious about it. There actually kind of are. <laughs> if you count volcanoes. Yes. If you the, count the Big Bang. And the birth is it anything the, like Joe the versus of the universe? If you count the largest explosion that's probably ever been, then yeah. yes. Sweet. Yeah, but it's it's one of those that I loved the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. Is it a film but, student movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like okay. honestly, this is probably the closest a movie has come to giving me the feeling that 2001 did the first time I saw it. Yes. Like, this is probably the closest equivalent I have seen of any movie to 2001. And that's a good thing for you. Yes. Okay. Like, like What this... did 2001 make you feel the first time you saw it? Like you were watching a moving painting? Yeah. But it all... But it... Like you were watching beauty. Sort of awe-inspiring. I mean... Yeah, you're yeah. just kind of like... I Awestruck. Like, you can't believe what you're seeing on the screen. And that somebody wow. had the balls to actually make a movie like this. <laughs> okay. Because I think that's exactly what Harlow said. Like, that was probably the first thing you said. Because yeah. we got we, we walked out of the theater, like, in complete silence. Yeah. Like, we didn't even talk till we were outside of the theater. Yeah. And, and then you were just like, it takes a lot of balls to make a movie like that today. Yeah. It, and it really it's does. totally true. But, man, that is, it's a gorgeous movie about how... The decisions your parents make and the decisions you make when you're young influence everything that happens to you afterwards. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it's, I, I hate to say that it's a movie about life, but that's really what it is. Is it about the tree of life? Well, it was kind of more of an allegory. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's a movie where they cut for 20 minutes to show the birth of the universe mm-hmm. and then the emergence of life on Earth. Yeah, it's As like in a, like single-celled organisms becoming multi-celled organisms. It, and yeah, it's like if you took the ape part of 2001 and stuck it smack dab in the middle of a scene, <laughs> just like out of nowhere, because yeah. that's kind of okay. how it happens. Yeah, and then it's, and then there's like a weird trippy heaven sequence at the end too. So yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's, it's it's okay. It's kind of a religious it's one movie, of those, but it's not, one of those movies. Yeah. yeah, it's it's probably the most religious movie I've ever seen that yeah. never acknowledges that. Yeah, or, that is or, never heavy-handed about it. Yeah, or never really says, like, this is one thing or the other. It's just that there is something beyond type of movie. Like, it never says... It's just like an allegory for afterlife kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah, and, okay. the, and the problem people are having with it is there is no plot. Really. Not, yeah, not I mean, it's, it's basically... It's, it's kind of interesting in that for me, the way it works is it's how I remember childhood. I remember bits and pieces of little scenes that happened, but I don't remember like everything that that happened the first day my dad yelled at me. Gotcha. I just remember okay. the feeling I had the first time he yelled at me. So it's kind of that sort of thing where it's just little bits and pieces of that that yeah. ring true for people. And especially, you know, me, a lot of it, a lot of it worked for me. And Brad Pitt is really good in this movie. Yeah. It's kind of... At this point, I didn't even... Somehow I didn't know he was in this movie. Yeah, and the kid actors they got were really good, too. And I think because some of them, they barely give them any lines. They just kind of let them be kids and kind of put them in scenes where they don't really have to memorize anything and recite anything, and Mm -hmm. that's how it works really well. But... And I... Yeah, it's just... it's. 
a super hard movie to really talk about, but you do I loved s- I loved the hell out of it. It was everything I wanted it to be. Okay. But what I want it to be is not what the majority of people want it to be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at all. Well, there's, I there's mean, Sean Penn in it as well. Oh wow! And yeah. um, you as a as a rather loyal fan of Christina Hendricks, you will probably deeply and madly fall in love with Jessica Chastain, the the mother. She's not quite as gifted, voluptuous as yeah Christina Hendricks, but she's a rather lovely girl. Yeah, but Brad Pitt's really good. Yes. Well, he's just he's. I don't know. I mean, it's it's so weird that the 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 career trajectory of Brad Pitt. But I mean, honestly, he's probably one of the few people I could honestly say is like a Cary Grant of our time. I mean, he's like a he is an icon. I mean, he's he's taking edgier, a true leading man. Yeah, he's like he's a, taking edgier roles and stranger roles than people in the past of like you know classic actors you can imagine. But I mean, really, he's. I just can't think of anybody else who's been so consistently good as an actor so many times and can elevate a mediocre movie to something higher. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. He's just, yeah, he's pretty amazing. Hmm. Yeah. And you guys both do kind of sound like pretentious film snobs, like describing this a little bit, but okay. it does well, really actually sound intriguing. Like I would, how long is this movie? It's pretty long. It's like it two and a half two hours. And a half hours. Yeah. Ooh. But it is, it is a movie for film snobs. Does it like, honestly, does it it's... feel like it moves somewhat quickly or is it, or is it no, no, slow like you, paced? You better you go in expecting like to watch a waking dream, but I don't mean that to sound like, <sighs> so I need to call my dealer. No, 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 no. It's no, not no. I mean, like stay that. up. It's just stay awake, stay up, hopping. It's just, I guess, the greatest compliment I can say is, for very long portions of it, I forgot I was watching a movie. Interesting. You know, where you just see stuff like you that, kind of like, fall into it that much. Yeah, stuff like that. I, I actually like does a, make me intrigued. I'm not. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying not to sound like you know the uncultured buffoon here, but um, no. it's just it's not a movie for everyone. Yeah. Like at all. If if I'm trying to think like how I would say, like if you can Sounds if you more can, like an experience. If you can watch Fantasia <laughs> like maybe, okay, maybe I got you. You know, like you kinda have to have like a certain amount of patience. Like maybe maybe I would liken it more to can you watch Planet Earth or do you need like the world's deadliest predators? Like can you watch something like Planet Earth and oh, just enjoy yeah. slow moving, methodical, here is slices of life. You know, okay. Because Planet Earth is is a like a totally different kind of nature documentary than almost right. anything else, and it's just it's methodical, and we're just going to shut the fuck up and allow you to see nature, you know, kind of thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm feeling it. And I think what this did, and it made me realize what I love about Terrence Malick, is there's times when you'll walk around and you'll look at something and you'll go, "Man, that's just a really cool picture," or that would make a really cool scene. You know, and he's the guy who goes and gets that, <laughs> who f- waits until that light is right again mm-hmm. and gets that shot. Yeah, he's he's you. very Kubrick. I mean, it's just it's like I just can't even imagine how he's, many reels of film or whatever he. <laughs> well, they said the movies. initial cut was six hours long. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, things like that. Like, I mean, he's some kind of crazy. He's the Far Cry Two sunset of yeah. movies. <laughs> yeah, well, basically, considering <laughs> yeah. from from uh, uh what was it, from Days of Heaven to the Thin Red Line was that. I mean, it was like 15 years like between movies, I he's, think. It was he's, 20. 20? Okay. Yeah, because wasn't... 
Wasn't Days of Heaven like 77? And No, there was one that was... Days of Heaven was in the 80s. I think it was like 81 or 2. Oh, really? Okay. Because yeah. I know Thin Red Line was yeah. 98. So he spends the time in between those movies getting shots. Oh, no, 78. You're right. 78. I thought yeah. it was like right in the early 80s. But yeah, yeah so anyway. Well, well, I've he's... been waiting 17 years for this sunset to happen again. <laughs> I'm not missing it. Yeah, well, like to, to the point, like he made two phenomenal movies and then disappeared for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, did he just get tired of filmmaking yeah. or what, you know? And then all of a sudden it was like, he's kind yeah. of back sort of. I, I read a little bit about how, you know, a little bit about that aspect, how he's just like, eh, hmm, okay. Just. Yeah. I think I what I like movies. about him is. I'll make he doesn't, one when I'm ready. It almost feels like he doesn't need to make movies to be happy, <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess where, yeah. you know, or to make a living. So he's like, well, I'll just do whatever I want. It's fine because because this one definitely out of everything he's done, I think this feels like the most personal, but it also feels like it's the one that reaches the furthest because you've got fucking birth of the universe stuff. Perhaps going on his in the magnum opus. It could be, you know, it, it's I it's one of those things where you wonder if he's even going to make another movie after this. Well, apparently he is because there's something called untitled Terrence Malick project in post-production. Really? <laughs> wow. You made it that quick? In 2012, it's yeah. slated for release. Because I know this one filmed like two years ago and finished, yeah. and then all the editing has been going on since then, and then the CG for the maybe he dinosaur filmed, parts. But Maybe he filmed both of them at the same time. He was like, getting so many like good Matrix shots. Matrix 2 and 3. Yeah. He was <laughs> well, getting like, so many good the old shots, he couldn't... Tree of Life 2. Do you remember the old rumors about um, AI when Kubrick was still doing it? Mm-hmm. That like... He the the little kid that was in Jurassic Park was going to be the kid that was in AI, and he was actually waiting for the kid to age and film him at different stages of his life. <laughs> that was like a, that. I mean, that sounds crazy, but that's that sounds, exactly like something Kubrick yeah. could do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was like the rumor until it, you know he died and it fell through and became spilled. Well, isn't that what they said? Like uh, Tarantino did with the little girl in Kill Bill Two. Is it? I don't know. The one who watches her mother get killed. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't. Like they filmed extra scenes with her oh. for if they ever do Kill Bill 3. Gotcha. When she grows up and comes back after hmm. the bride for revenge. Huh. Makes sense. I don't know if that ever happened. I, I just remember hearing right. about that when they made it, but you never know with so much BS that gets printed by sure. Entertainment Weekly and all these other I believe the I believe the term is bandied about. Yeah, bandied. <laughs> <laughs> all that uh. bullshit they bandy about. But no, I mean, it's... Whenever Tree of Life comes to video, it's like if if you're someone who can watch and appreciate 2001 and just really contemplative, like every shot has some kind of meaning, you just have to figure out what it is because we're not going to tell you right. type movies, <laughs> then that's your movie. If that sounds like the worst thing ever, then it's going to be the worst thing ever for you. Yep. But... Yeah. If you have the ability to see it in Blu-ray, though, I mean, it's because it is a gorgeous goddamn movie. Looks so good. I think it. I don't know if it was filmed or. I mean, there was something about a red camera operator, so it may have been shot in like one of those crazy super HD red camera things. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know, but I I can't wait to see it again. So. Yep. And it'll end up. I will mention Criterion Collection. Yeah, and I will. End up mentioning it, I can tell you now at the end of the year podcast, but I'm just going to take it out of contention now because you can't compare that to something like Captain America or Fast Five. Yeah, no. I mean, I, it probably will probably say, receive special. I can say it's the best movie I've seen this year. It's the best film you've seen. Yeah, it's the best film I've seen this year, but it's not the best flick I've seen this year. 
Yes. This is why I've always had my film versus movie description. Yeah. I, yeah. This is the truest sense of the word film. <laughs> yeah, because it is truly like art. Yeah. So I've adopted that. Or and cinema. I, for some... I guess I got that from you without realizing it, but I've adopted that as well. And I like it. Yep. So, so we really have anything else to talk about? I got or? nothing. I'm going to th- oh. throw this out here real quick. Okay. Um, just like a, a speed round discussion um by the time this podcast is out cowboys versus aliens will be in theaters do we have any thoughts about that i like both of those things so i will probably see it okay i like blonde bomb blonde bond blonde bond blonde bond Blonde bond. i like looking at olivia wilde Mm -hmm. i definitely like uh sam rockwell Mm-hmm. And oh, there's that Harrison Ford guy in it. Yeah, Han fucking Solo, Indiana Jones. True. Han Jones. Oh yeah, and it's directed by Iron Man, John Favreau. John Favreau. So yeah, I'm, so I'm, I think I'm. I'm pretty I think much I already in. have Marty have tentative plans to see it on Sunday at the five dollar. So. That sounds like a good plan. That so is maybe we do that. Kind of what I would like to do as well, but I, from what I've seen the trailers, I have a feeling that this is going to be the movie that makes me like Daniel Craig. Okay. <laughs> that is my that is my prediction for this movie because I really like what I've seen out of him. I like his look. I like it just there's something about the attitude that he has in this movie. Mm-hmm. I think this is the movie that will make me like him. Speaking of which, there's a movie of his that I didn't see that I saw a trailer for and I was like, "Holy shit, why did I never see this?" Defiance? Have you ever seen a trailer for that? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, okay, so if there was a Munich where it was about Jews fighting back and kicking ass. This is Jews fighting back and kicking ass in World War Two, and it kind of looks fucking awesome. Like, like okay, yeah, I do. Like guerrilla warfare now. shit. It. I mean, that trailer is amazing. I was like, how did this just kind of come and go? But and who else is in it? Do you remember? I don't remember. Offhand? I just like okay. I said, it was a trailer before an older movie I watched on DVD hmm. or something. I was like, well, I, how did I never watch this? Because it. Kind of looks amazing. Well, how, how has nobody ever heard of Order of the Black Eagle? Damn yeah. it. I God. Just, I'm always a fan of like, you know, I like underdog movies anyway, but if you take super underdog movies, like, like mega oppressed underdog movies, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. That's got Liev Schreiber in it too. Oh, there. Yes, that's right. So. Directed by Ed Zwick. Mm-hmm. Really? Zwick. How did, the, yeah. Yeah, I know. And the trailer is just, I was like, holy. Oh, you know why? Because they put it out in January. Hmm. January 2009. That's why nobody freaking saw it. Yeah. Well. Anyway, I saw a trailer on an older movie, and I was like, I need to add this and watch it soon, because it kind of looked awesome. Yeah, it does look pretty awesome. All right. Um, only other thing, I've been messing with the website. Mm-hmm. I added Twitter, Facebook Like, and Google Plus buttons. So Sweet. If you like what we're saying, click them. Hey, that makes it easier for our contact information, really. And kind of. <laughs> kind of? Kind of. Because well, it just, just posts to other people. It says, hey, oh, yeah, yeah. I like this. And, yes. and it shares the link. So it's not quite the same. Share as, with your friends. It's not via, quite the same as if they were to visit. Well, you can share with your friends from those buttons on our website at www.bmfcast.com for yep. all of your bad movie fiend podcasting so, needs. What about Twitter? Twitter.com slash bmfcast. Facebook. Facebook.com slash bmfcast. You can like us there and you can leave comments and shit. Yep. Email. Email is bmf at bmfcast.com. Sweet. Uh, what about iTunes? iTunes. Go on to iTunes. Search for BMF or Bad Movie Fiends or Bad Movie Fiends Podcast. 
and uh, you can subscribe to us, which is a great way to get the podcast delivered whenever you know whenever we post them. They will you know they'll sync to your iPod, Pad, Tube, phone. Yes, your um, eye, everything. But more your importantly, eyes. you can also rate us. We prefer five stars, and you can review us. Uh, reviewing helps get the word out to people who uh, who might not otherwise know what the hell is going on, and gives them uh, gives them good information on whether they will like us or not. True. So help us out there if you can, if you will. We'd be grateful. Yep. And the last thing, the most important thing, that people like Ed and Ryan have already done. Ed, Ryan, and many others have discovered that to improve their lives. And considerably, the and the lives of others, you need to call the Banffcast hotline, the Garfield phone. Garfield is sitting up there on the shelf, patiently waiting, eyes closed, for you to brighten his world with one of your voicemails. So, give us a call at 910-5-JOCKS-BMF, or 910-556-9263, and help Garfield have a better day. Tell Garf- help yourself have a better day. Tell Garfield to operate us all. <laughs> Open your eyes. Yes. Nice. Leave us a message, and uh, like uh, Ryan and Ed, you will uh, most likely be featured on the podcast. And awesome. you'll get to hear yourself broadcast to the millions and millions of people that actually have internet access. Sweet. All right. Great. So, so uh, no quarters next week, right? I believe it might be time. Hmm. All right. So look so, for that in your intertubes. Yeah, so check nocorders.net. And uh, we'll be back with 1988 in a mm-hmm. couple of weeks. Word. Man, we're getting close to the end of the 80s. What are we going to do? Do 1990. <laughs> the best year Well, ever. of course. Yes. But then what are we going to do after that? 91. Like, do something <laughs> new, probably. Yeah. We have like... Uh, we have. We suddenly have like a backlog. Well, we, we, have, we, might, we might have to go back to the 80s. But we got we to gotta get something newer. Yeah, we can't... Jump back we do have 21 years that we can cover. We could, but... Actually, it, it might be 22 by the time we cover all oh, those. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, let's get out of here. Sounds good. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm The Beach. And this is Bamcast Out. Jersey.